selling your property costs, there's more than meets the eye. Stay tuned. We'll cover it all for you. Good morning, Mark. Billy Boy, Billy Bob, how are you? Very good, very good weekend, thank you. And yourself? You got the Coogee on the weekend. Out in the east again. I'm finding my new calling. I like it that side of the bridge. <laughs> it's the dark side, watch out. It's beautiful though, nevertheless. <laughs> it is, it is. Good weekend? Fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. Beautiful weather, great people. Couldn't ask for much more. I watched the new season of Ozark, so everyone, season four of Ozark is out. Get out and check it out. Yeah, it's a good watch. I've done the first three episode, uh, seasons, and I will intend to watch the fourth. But on to today's topic, yes. selling your home in 2022. It's a big one. Um, a lot of people are actually going through this right now. We're talking to plenty of people in this boat. Um, the three main costs of selling your home in 2022, yep. number one, legal fees, conveyance or a solicitor. Number two is agent fees. And number three is styling. There you go. Good morning, good, good morning Tony. Uh, good morning, Luke. Um, okay, so Luke said, uh, what do REA do in their, in their five-minute time? They charge a bit of money. They do, they do. All right, so which costs we're going to open up first? Let's go from the top. I've got agent. I've got – oh, let's go, let's go solicitor fees first, so legal yep. fees. Um, REA have um, put a good little article out on this that we can share the link Um once this episode's up for you to have a read over. But yep. reading through it, uh, they, they've broken down the main costs of selling a property in 2022. Solicitor fees is up there. Um, they said you should expect um, to put away between $800 and $2,000 for their service. Now, their service is... I, I as a first-time buyer, Mark, found their service a little bit... Um, like, I was like, why? what am I paying for here? I didn't realize how yep. important it was and what they actually do. It's a bit of a monster. And also, I think when you're choosing these guys, you want to choose, I think, local is very important because um, not only is it important, you know, for convenience, um, it, they've got a relationship often with the local agent. That's important. They understand also local stuff, how stuff rolls. So, for instance, if you are buying, we've got a development in DY, for example, which has got 400 units called Meriton. And if you're a local conveyancer or solicitor and you're helping a buyer buy um, or sell, you can actually, you've got a lot of expertise in that building because you've done a lot of deals in that building. So local is important for that. Yeah. Another thing that they, they talked about in the article is the beauty of having a local agent are sometimes able to pick up whether special levies or things in the contracts are going to be an issue down the line. So, yep. you know, you're just not going to get that that service. Um, 
with someone out of area. Number local, two, local. Yeah, yep. always local. Number two, marketing costs. Um, they talked a little bit about marketing costs. You can really sort of go for gold when it comes to marketing. There are so many options out there these days, Mark. Yeah, look, um, I think, you know, you want to get um, with, with marketing costs of your property, I think you want to choose guaranteed bang for your buck when it comes to these costs. So proven track record, that is what should demand your money. So I think realestate.com and domain.com.au are proven performers. They're a good investment. What else in marketing would you do? Well, to give you an, to give you an idea, the article talked a little bit about general like median spending. Now, they reckoned it was ranging between $1,000 to $10,000 range in, um, in Sydney. And that obviously depends on the size of the home or um, the, the nature of it. But I think rather than trying to choose like what you're going to spend your money on, that should be the agent advising you. And as a part of our, um, you know, as a part of us helping a vendor, we actually advise where money can be best spent and where it gets best results. So you don't need to be spending $10,000. Um, you can do it a little bit more affordable. And I think you can do it in a way that's going to be a little bit more effective. Yeah, and I, th I think typically uh, across New South Wales, signboards do work, even though it's it's an awful feeling when a for sale goes up in front of your home. Um, <clears throat> so I think, but at the end of the day, they are, it's repeat advertising. It's telling the locals what's, the next door neighbours, what's happening, because that will spread word of mouth around. And what people don't realise is you don't want to put a for sale up in front of your property board but that will get the neighbourhood talking. The neighbourhood talking will also help you sell your property, believe it or not. Word of mouth is still the best seller in the world. So signboard, realestate.com domain, um, floor plan, brochure, they're probably the hot basics. Uh, social media is generally, if it's a weapon of an agent, it's going to cost you nothing because they've got a massive following. So... That's a cost for selling when it comes to um, marketing. Is there any other marketing you'd 100% do for selling that we should include like, in these costs? I, I like virtual furniture, Mark. I really do. I think if you've got um, yeah. if you've got the ability to change the way a room looks um, and put in, or if it, the property's vacant and put in some furniture that gives people spatial awareness online, we're talking you know, relative to costs like realestate.com, this is the cheapest option to get numbers through your door. So realestate.com will cost you about two, two and a half grand, three grand even, depending on what region you're in, in New South Wales. Domain. Yep. Um, still there? You know what? Virtual, virtual furniture, Billy, um, still a lot of people uh, don't know what, what it is. Um, and it's such a wicked product because I just yeah. just anyone who doesn't know to take you through the ABC of virtual furniture and the cost, it would only cost you about 50 bucks per photo. And what we do as agents, in rent, even in rentals we do it, but we will take a room and, and furnish a room by computer. So basically, if we will put all the furniture in there. Agent, our agency doesn't do it. We've got a consultant that does it. Uh, um, 
graphic designer does it for us, but they will actually furnish that room to make it beachy. They'll furnish it to make it contemporary. They'll furnish it to make it anything you basically like. So I think you're right. Low-hanging fruit, definitely well spent. And if your agent doesn't do virtual furniture or doesn't know how to do it, you're with the wrong agent. Without a doubt. Like you said, low-hanging fruit, you need to be um, – yeah, you, you just need to be taking that into consideration when putting the property online. It's got so many benefits. Um, agent fees. Now, for anyone, um, you know, I'm sure people assume that's probably the, um, you know, the one that comes to mind first when thinking yeah, of selling. It's the obvious one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then again, I think there's still people out there, Mark, that are looking at the commission range on paper and thinking, let's go with this gentleman or lady because they're the cheapest. Now, would you not say that is the biggest mistake you could make? I should, yeah. You don't want to choose your agent based on fee. You want to choose them based on service. What service are they going to uh, offer to get you the absolute best price? Experience is built into that, um, is built into good service, database, local knowledge, a lot of that stuff. So, yeah, I, I think it's a big mistake where people, when they get a quote for selling their property, they they think a low quote on on percentage for the agent is good, um, not always, not necessarily. Yeah, a- average average commission range, depending on where you're living, and um, again, nature of the property is between like one percent and three percent. So that gives you an indication of where it sits. I think most people in Sydney are sitting sort of in the middle there, Mark. Yeah, I think between sort of 1.5 to 2.5, depending on the value and part of Sydney. So I find that um, areas that are slower moving areas are areas that are out of, out of metro, uh, they'll charge a bit more. So they'll go towards two, two and a half, even the high twos. Um, Queensland's traditionally always been higher in fee, for example. Interesting. Rental fee and management fee and selling fee, they're higher. So, yeah. Okay. There's another one here. So I'm going a little bit off the list here. Um, lending fees. I don't know too much about this one, but it does go into it a little bit. Basically, just the cost of borrowing money. Now, um, I do recall spending a small amount of money getting the paperwork through for my mortgage for the first time. Would yep. that sort of be on par, Mark? Yeah. Um so look lending application fee sometimes bank valuation um, you'll be asked to pay for but generally between 500 to a thousand bucks um on that but they're, they're on on the on the um, cost of selling a house they will charge you to discharge your mortgage so if yeah. you want to get rid of your mortgage on the property there will be a cost for that it's normally under 500 or under a thousand bucks to do that that cost does you will get whacked from the bank they always win just 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 when you think after 30 years you've paid it all off <laughs> just when you think you're gonna get rid of them uh, it's a cost now another one which people may not realize is tax um, it's probably the bigger of all of these things that we've spoken about combine that combine all these things we spoke about and times it by five or ten 
pot potentially. So you do have capital gains tax on a property if you have not lived in the property. If it's been an investment all of its life, you do have to pay capital gains tax. And capital gains tax is charged on half of your of your net gain. So say you bought you bought something for five hundred thousand. Say you are really at rough figures. Say you sold it for a million dollars. Your net gain is five hundred thousand, and half of that you'll be taxed. So on two hundred and fifty thousand, you'll be charged your tax rate for that year that you disposed of the property. So you could potentially pay hundred hundred twenty five thousand tax on your property that you've sold that you bought for 500 and sold for a million when selling a property so the big one is you must speak to your accountant before you dispose of your property yeah that's huge money and we've actually seen you know vendors that have sort of not been in a position to sell below a certain mark because the capital gains tax is just ridiculous yeah, and you know, a lot of people, I was just talking with someone yesterday about um, their client disposed of the wrong property. So they had two investment properties and the one that they got rid of with their heart and they, they thought that that one should go, but with their brain, they should have thought about it and spoken to their accountant and said, hey, buddy boy, buddy chum, which is the best property to dispose of given my tax position. So because they didn't get that advice, it cost them an extra 132000 um, dollars in their life um, because they they disposed of the wrong property. So be really careful when you're disposing of property, selling property, to to talk to an accountant and make sure you're actually approaching it properly. Yeah, that hurts. That's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. Heaps, heaps. On to the next, we've got home styling. What are your thoughts on home styling? I always thought it was a bit of a thing of the past until I saw what work they actually do. And I have to say, it's, it's amazing. It really is. These guys are super talented. And I think we're at something to play. Some people don't have that magic or that foresight as a buyer. So by furnishing it for them, you're giving them that, that, that perspective of what it can look like. So I, I think... Um, if a property is vacant, I'd, I'd definitely consider it, 100%. And if a property is not presented well, um, I, I do find that there's sometimes people recommend styling when it's not really needed. Right. So we're talking anywhere up to $6,000 generally. Um, you, you, um, we've, got a, we've got a company we use that can give a fantastic quote. Um, and really break down what their services are. You can also go with like part, parts um, furnishing mark. Maybe you just do sort of the linen. So you've, you've already got the bed base and things like that, but you're just, you know, giving it a bit of a freshen up. Um, but yes, some of these old, old, older style marketing tricks, what you would call them, are definitely not gone. Yeah, so for a bit of a shoes, a grand or two, for a complete new uh, furnished two better, about three and a half grand, and then about four to six grand, depending on the size of your house, if it's a house, um, if you're getting it styled. And, and, I, and I do think it's, yeah, it, it, but uh, I've seen some amazing jobs like yours, but like the one you're talking about, Billy, it's just, yeah, crack up. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then sort of one more to top it off, um, we've got auction fees. Paying for the auctioneer, if you're going down that route, 
Yeah, so um, generally between 650 and $1,200 for an auctioneer to come. And believe it or not, that's how much they charge to turn up for half an hour. But I do have to say a great auctioneer works the whole campaign. So they'll, they'll be holding the vendor's hand and the agent's hand from day one for 28 days. Um, and a great auctioneer on the day is really a star performer. So I think it's a, I think it's actually a really cheap investment. Yeah, I've had the privilege of attending a couple of auctions and the, some some of the results, Mark, you, you would feel like your money's worked hard for you. You know, I, you'd have no problem paying that premium to take the property yep. under the hammer with a good result. We use Vic LaRusso and, you know, the some of the stuff that we've done together, some of the magic that we've done together for clients, um, truly unbelievable. Like just, you couldn't, you could, you could, yeah, it, we write a very interesting book on it. So uh, now it's very worthwhile, a good auctioneer investing a little bit more. The difference between a cheap auctioneer and a, and a, uh, and a quality auctioneer is, uh, it can mean 100, 200 grand on your sales price massive yeah almost as you know important as choosing the agent itself it, it just yeah but i think that's um, least, most of it yeah at least it brought up a great one um if you are selling you don't have to come up with the money at front up front there are companies that will actually pay, pay your selling fees for you and up to 20, 30, 40,000 in renovation costs. Um, and they are not, an ex not expensive companies to use. So they are cheaper than a credit card, these companies. Another one is um, realestate.com. I can't speak for domain, but realestate.com allow you to list the property live on their website, zero charge up front. If the property sells, um, then, the, then the charge is made. There is a bit of a premium. I think it's 20% uh, in addition to what it would nor normally be. But for people that are, you know, a little bit tight on cash at the start of the campaign, Mark, and think, let, let's not go to realestate.com. Again, we can we can be talking huge numbers in, in results at the end of the day. It's an uncomfortable conversation to have, but I urge people to have it with their agent. If they are tight on cash, and they want to be tied on marketing, have the conversation that that's because they want to be tied on cash and see what you know, these what solutions can be offered. Yeah, because there are there are some really good solutions. Unless and like you said, it's not crazy expensive. If you're you know, if you're gonna put it on a credit card, why would you not consider putting it on um, you know, another another payment option with a company? Yeah. So and it could be a half or half or a third of the cost of a credit card, so it's worth it. All right, I think we've got another comment there. List ready. Yeah, see, not not crazy amounts. It's awesome. Any other? Well, time? I think campaign campaign agent are another great company as well. So now that's it. That's a show, and everyone have a great day. Start of the week. Uh, and and it, we're definitely soldiering. I can't believe we're at the end of January now. It's going quick. <laughs> it's not how quick it's going. Um, we, uh, anyway, 
we've we've just been just day after day just smashing it, and then you look back sort of two weeks and you think, wow, yeah, like I said, we're already at the end of the month. Unbelievable. All right, take care. Have a good day. Thanks everyone for watching. Have a good day, Mark. And to you. See you, Billy. Uh,